following podcast may be explicit. One Joe Young presents Adventures from the Shed, a tabletop RPG podcast. You can find us online at adventuresfromtheshed.com. You have found us online. Maybe you found us on your favorite podcast app. Maybe you found us on YouTube. But hey, you found us. Here we are, Adventures from the Shed. We're going to be getting back to our Dungeon World game. It's Smoky Top, and we'll be getting back to that shortly after we go around and say hi. We're going to start with this guy right over here. Hey, everybody. My name's Zev. I'm playing you, uh, the thief. He's very lackadaisical <laughs> compared to everybody else. Uh, but yeah, um, we'll kick it over to Pot. Speaking of someone with less broken fingers than him, uh, hi, my name is Randy, and I play Dorothis Patty Becca, or Pat, as people know, uh, an elven wizard, or the elven wizard, or the wizard who's an elf. <laughs> All of these are true. <laughs> Let's hear from the mini J. Uh, first off, it's J's. Oh, oh, yeah, apostrophe yeah, yeah. S because there are multiples. J apostrophe uh, Z. <laughs> hi, everybody. This is Eli. I am playing the human fighter whose name is Julius Jet Jacob Jedediah Jeffrey James Jonathan Jackson, son of Jet Jacob Jedediah Jeffrey James Jonathan Jackson, otherwise known as J's. He's a the soft irony is all of those actually start with the letter G, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe a, maybe it should be like like how would you pronounce that if the J was like the H sound? It was like <sighs> if the J was an H sound, it would be Julius Het Jacob Hedediah Jeffrey James Honathan Haxon. And your name would be his name would be It'd be like asthmatic all the time. Yeah, if I oh, if man, I did right. that noise specifically right now i think i might actually die <clears throat> all right well let's hear from anyway. the last guy on the list there for players yes yeah, it's chris i'm playing manfred blackwell the paladin I am Joe. I am the game master. We're going to get back into our adventure, but before we do that, we actually had a level up at the end of our last session. And with that, we want to have Chris tell us a little bit about that process for the Paladin for Manfred. Chris, go for it. Well, I get to pick an advanced move, but I do have a question on the advanced move. Yeah, go for it. That I want to pick. So it's the Hospitaler one. When you heal an ally, you heal 1d8 points of damage. So does that mean I heal 1d8 points of damage too? As long? Because normally the lay on hands, I get to heal somebody for 1d8, you know? Yeah. But it's so just it's like a repeat, but it's like am I do I also heal at the same time? Is that how that works? Let me look. Yes. Yes. Okay. Because it kind of almost didn't make sense. Like, why would I take that? Some of these advanced moves don't seem so advanced to me. Yeah. Um, yeah, that one could be worded better. It it should be something like you also heal or you yourself heal or something. Yeah, I wasn't like sure. That. It's like, oh, am I getting an extra one d eight to heal an ally, or is it just me too? You know, yeah. it's now, definitely the invaders' advanced. Here, it's let's put it. Advanced. Let's do it this. We'll do it this way, Chris. This is how we'll play this. Anytime you use lay on hands, you have an additional one d eight to spend on an ally that you can reach, okay. whether it be yourself or even somebody else. Sounds good. All right. So when 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 Pot inevitably falls Pot. to the sword, <laughs> you will be able to heal him for one d eight, and maybe again for one d eight. Or if someone else was injured, you just reach out and give them a d eight as well. 
I have been stabbed. Cool. So, like, yeah, what you were saying, one of the things that happens when you go up a level, you can choose from the advanced moves, which for us are on the back of the character sheet we're using. So, you're picking the hospitaller or hospitaller, or I yeah, really don't like know hospitaller. the right way to pronounce it, but hospital oh. with L E R at the end. Yeah, hospital. Unless you want to say hospitaller, Hosp do that if you want to get crazy. Hospitaller. Hospitaller. Yeah. Hospitaller. <laughs> Hosby taller. Oh, man. <laughs> kind of place is this? what's in the water not, not a place for a pallet <laughs> so you got so you got the advanced um move but there was i, I, I want to look at the level up thing again yeah, i choose one of your stats and increase it by one I yeah that's that. right i didn't know that was one of the options that i think they have hmm. So what what actually happens, and I'll read the level up while you're thinking about that, but it is when you have downtime, this is hours or days, and experience equal to or greater than your current level plus one. So we were all level one to start last time, which meant eight, so level one plus seven. You subtract that amount from your experience, and you increase your level by one. You choose an advanced move from your class. Uh, if you're the wizard, you get a new spell in your spell book. Otherwise, you're also then choosing one of your stats and increasing it by one. And what you want to look for on that, with the exception of Constitution, Constitution also adds to your current hit points because you're modifying Constitution. Right. But other than that, you're going to look at that bar right above the, your stats to get an idea of where those bonuses kick in. What so, is, for example, a plus one happens at 13. So if you currently have a stat at 12 and you want to get a plus one out of it, put your first point in there. Um, also, uh, your top is plus two. So when you get to... Um, well, supposedly you can go up to 18 for your stat, but like, what does that get you? You can't... That The, the big benefit there would be the um, constitution because you'd be getting two more hit points. Yeah, but so is that how it worked? Because I'm assuming... Is there a plus three in the Dungeon no. World game? I didn't plus, think there was. Two. But, yeah, plus but two why would it say... But why does it say you could raise your stats to 18 then? How does that make sense? Because I would assume there would be a plus to plus three then. The the only thing the, the only thing that really comes into play there is the raw number of the stat for constitution is your base for your hit points. Everything else, that that number doesn't mean anything. It's always the modifier that means something. Therefore, yeah, it doesn't yeah, make yeah. that much of a difference if you go past 16 uh yeah, for true. your other stats. Okay. Yeah. That's interesting. So usually for me in the first couple levels, what I look for is since I had to put an eight somewhere, something has a minus one. If I want to get rid of that, uh, that's like the first thing I'll do is I'll put that eight to a nine. It gets rid of the minus one. Um, if that's not the case, or then afterwards, the next thing that I would uh, approach would be either the 15, because that would go to a 16 and be a plus two, or the 12, which would go to a 13 and be a plus one. Those are the ones that I usually go for first. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and I was going to do the con just for the plus two, but uh, do I really need it? You know what I mean? It depends on what the stats are. Um, well, because I, I can't remember for the paladin based. if you have it's any move require yeah. constitution or con. Yeah, it's charisma based, right? Yeah, for most of the stuff. However, if you want to start trying to defy danger, yeah, with I your say, I could hack yeah. well, yeah, I could hack and slash it up. No, wouldn't that wouldn't change? My decks would get a plus one if I bump that. I'm, I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna do that. So the plus one, twelve to thirteen on the decks. 
Nice. All right. So we're going to do, now that we know a little bit about the paladin being a, is, is going to step up as a healer as well as uh, be a little more dexterous, we are going to look at a recap from last time. And I think, I don't know, who looks like they want to do a recap? I definitely do not remember. I will tell you right now. <laughs> I, played, I played another session on Saturdays. I'm like, I don't remember what happened. No I actually wasn't going to pick on you because I just had you talking about your character. So <laughs> it was definitely going to be some non-Chris person. I vaguely remember some stuff. Ten. Somebody with hair. Oh, Randy. <laughs> oh, two in a row? Gotcha. Okay. <laughs> so, wait till next week. Up, guess who did? <laughs> Pat was playing his noodle outside of the uh, cabin that they found Jay's. And, his uh, noodle Jay's... also played with him a little. Uh, a little bit, too. They decided to continue up. Me out. <laughs> Continue up the volcano together where they approached a cave with two gombies or whatever we were calling them. Yes. Goblin zombies. Goblin zombies, yes. We quickly dispatched them and we walked inside where there was this black cold wall blocking us of darkness. Uh, touching it would freeze you to the bone. It almost uh, froze water by just touching it for a second. So after some... Uh, deduction by uh, Zeb's character Duke and I think Eli's character Jay's uh, and uh, Manfred trying to push Jay's into the wall uh, we, we uh, realize that there is a lever on the other side possibly but I decide to go and waste the light staff and uh, do a ritual that allowed us to burst through real quickly staff of where we light, mister then staff of light okay Gosh, we're gonna uh, destroy it at least know the name and <laughs> eh, it wasn't, wasn't my staff i didn't know <laughs> it wasn't at all it just went away boom duke whose uh hand already was hurting from uh well it's duke uh stuck his hand inside a trap and uh or was it chase that stuck his hand in? someone stuck their hand into a mouth it, and it, it, was, stuck. it was me <laughs> just just for some context uh my my hand was already mangled because of the staff of light and the stick of explosion so jay's ripped it out and then snapped all the fingers put the pinky back into place when some more zom gom Zom goblins got showed like up. Both of them, by the way, the gombies is really good as far as to me. It almost sounds like a candy, like you were eating the warheads or something. I could see warheads gombies that that, that could be a candy. <laughs> but I think the other zombies. one is a little more clever. And I want to say maybe it was e Eli or somebody that said it last time. It was zomblins. Zomblins. I like zomblins. Yeah. Uh, it was like six of them were marching down where I tried to use uh, some uh, prestidigitation to make a uh, rock wall. But of course, it was fake looking so it barely passed us while jay's dug into the wall zeb ducked down and uh chris just was like come at me bro with manfred and uh so we Hold actually on, made said, i'm coming at you bros pretty Man, much yeah, yeah. charge we, dis we dispatched them we uh found yeah. ourselves going down actually was it down or up i thought it was down it down. was down it you, there was 50 feet where you, you you were on a decline going down. Where we found um, two tunnels. And then it reached a T-junction, which is... Yeah. yeah. I did a nice little sniff to the left and didn't smell anything. And uh, uh, Duke did a sniff to the right where he found a trap 10 feet in. And we heard some skittering of what sounds like a large insect coming our way. But it was actually the end of the episode. It wasn't a bug. So it was. We're cool. We're cool. There's nothing there. <laughs> The skittering was from above, 
Um, so you could hear it kind of like from the ceiling, but it, it was on that, from that T junction. So facing when you came down the decline and you hit that T, um, turning to the right is where you would see, uh, or where Duke recognized there was a trap uh, and also where that skittering sound is. And uh, then it just kind of goes into darkness after that. And then to the left, I think is where you found the end of the episode last time, but that also just goes to darkness. However, I think the detect magic and the detect trap things were like the left side was pretty clear. And that's kind of how I left it. Uh, so the, essentially the big things you got past last time, the darkness trap, the five uh, uh, zomblins in the, the passageway, even though they could see right through your paper mache, um, <laughs> <laughs> they, uh, you guys all, I think, overall rolled pretty well and made a, a pretty special encounter out of that. It's actually a kind of a small amount of stuff to happen in a Dungeon World session, but because of the way we handled it and everybody getting a shot at doing something, frankly, spectacular, it was, uh, was kind of drawn out. So we're just going to jump right back into it. And at this point, just a reminder of how things look. The tunnels you're in, only about five feet wide, about seven feet tall, and it's kind of, the tunnel is kind of arched. They're never completely flat at the top, but they can get close. And that arch isn't completely consistent. Five foot wide walls, seven foot high in the center, that's pretty consistent. But the actual shape of the top seems, you know, it's iffy. Like maybe some parts of the rock were harder to get through than others. Um and also, as a reminder, you're inside a volcano now, technically. You're inside the out, you've entered the volcano from the outside. So there's a little bit of warmth. Um, you're starting to hear that, you know, that low thrumming kind of volcano y sound of moving air and heavy things just kind of um, moving in the, in the distance. Now, do we hear yeah. zombies going, oh, we, oh, <laughs> oh. oh. Kalima. Oh, no, not that guy. <laughs> um, they, so the, the, you, you now do have that decision point of, are you going to the right where you know there's a trap? Are you going to the left where you know there isn't one as far as the light can see? Um, I have a question. I, Duke. for uh, our bonds, for those that completed their bonds last time, do you just want us to keep that to ourselves? Damn That's right. I was going to mention if you have created any new bonds that you want to share with the character you've created them with, let's do that. Okay. Okay. Well, I'll go first. <laughs> go ahead. Um, I'm going to say that I was, uh, after Eli exploded that uh, Zomblin mm. in front of my eyes and uh, Manfred you know, speared two of them and it was just a, it was just an awesome display of power. I kind of, and knowing that they're both, you know, mutual friends that they know each other. I kind of want to learn more about the truth. The truth. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. So that's, that's my goal at least. So, but it's going to involve those two characters. I believe so. Yeah. Okay. Curious how we play that out. Does anybody else have a, any new bond that they have with another character? Well, finding out while I was away uh, that uh, the other three characters know each other kind of well, uh, I decided to add uh, Jays will play an important role in events to come. So, as my bond with him. Yay, I'm important. 
<laughs> it's also the no, last of my. It's also my last of the uh, pre-made ones, okay. which I thought might work anyway. Fighter, yeah. important role, probably. Yeah. Well, it's one of those that's nice and vague that you should be able to find a way to make it work, even if that important role is like. I don't know. Eli wasn't able to play this week and it was really important. <laughs> so, you know, it's kind of, it's kind of an easy one to fill. Uh, so I, I'm very curious what important piece we use to see where that comes out. I can about, hash it uh, down more important, like more detailed if you'd like, but uh, no, no, I love it to be vague. Cause that way it's yeah. up to our interpretation at the end and we can all talk about it. Kind of like the end of session where we're like, all right, were, was there anything new or useful or important or anything? And we, we figure it out. So I, I like the vagueness of it. It's a good one. Right on. uh, which is why I didn't press Zeb for any more than what he said about he wants to learn about the truth. The only thing I really asked was, it's going to be with these two characters? Yes. Yeah. Okay. I figured um, it would force them into ad lib and I, it should be good. Yeah. That's the idea. <laughs> How um, dare you make me improv <laughs> in yes, this role-playing game? <laughs> um, Eli, do you have any new bonds? I have not made any new bonds as okay. of yet. If you think of any while we're playing, just you know, mention it. Mainly because it'll put that bug in the ear of not just myself, but the player for the character who you made a bond with. Uh, Chris, anything? Yeah, none, none, none yet. Maybe something cool. will come along. All right. So you guys are facing the T junction to the right with the the um, skittering, or to the left where no magic or traps were detected. I mean, I kind of vote left. Yeah. And also, it will be important of the order now that we're in here and you guys really can't swap places too quickly and easily. It'll it'll make a difference who's in form. Well, how's the lighting in here? Dude? There no. isn't any. Uh, I, I If I remember right, last time, I, I don't know if that spell is still in effect, but... Uh, the light uh, yeah, how long was light last? Until light. you cancel it, I believe. So I still my or, or until my the thing is it. what what is it out of your presence? I think was the yeah, verb. Pretty much, yeah, yeah. Uh, but it's concentration or ongoing or hell, I can't remember even what it's called right now. But the spell <laughs> you have to keep the spell going. You can't cantrip. cast. I think what's that? Uh, just reading cantrip, an item you yeah. uh, light, an item you touch, glows with arcane light, about as bright as a torch. It gives off no heat or sound and requires no fuel. There's other ways like a mundane torch. You have complete control of the color of the flame. The spells last as long as it is in your presence. Does not Along say anything about line, does it? Does it say? So it's like light. Just says light and then cantrip, and there's nothing else other than the information about it. All okay. the cantrips just say that. Only the spells say summoning deviation. They don't even say concentration on any of these either on the first level spells. None of these things just because I know the, there's something there, and I just want to make sure. I'm say not, with like the I'm casting not, spell skill or whatever. Yeah, let me check the casting yeah. spells and the regular rolls. Let's see. No, it, it, it is it is oh, no, where I light. thought it is where I thought, but you were right in that it's not there. So if you look, for example, at charm person or invisibility or telepathy, they have the tag of ongoing. Touch an ally, nobody can see them. They're invisible. The spell persists and the target attacks. And it's, it's right along the name. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Illusion yeah. ongoing. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> when when you have the word ongoing, you can only have one like that going at any given time. It's so like a concentration. concentration spell in D&D. &D. Think of it that way. Okay. You have to keep that spell going 
so for example, if you were knocked unconscious, then that spell would stop. To your point, though, that is not on the light spell. So this spell will last as long as it is in your presence, just like it says on the um, on the spell itself. Okay. That said, you had cast light on. I I can't even remember what it was. Now it was a stick or something. It, it was my that, uh, my staff. Was, but I thought Duke was holding the light. I gave it to Duke, and we he. I must have set it down during the the fight with the zomblins, but uh, I don't know if that counts as not in my presence since I was like within maybe ten yeah, feet of it, it at it, all times. Within sight of each other, I think works, and and I don't mean literally within sight. Like if you blink, it stops. I mean realistically within sight. Uh, light, the other oh, thing dang, I dang, say, light, dang, light. <laughs> the other thing I will say is this is a, this would be a character choice, but since it's not an ongoing spell, you can cast it as many times as you want. You just have to roll every time you cast it because you're going to be casting a spell. So say you wanted everybody to be able to carry a light source and everybody wanted one. The only thing stopping you is whether you want to roll that many times or not. Hmm. Um, I'll, okay. I'll throw that out there right now, since we are talking about light to Chris's point, whoever has that light should probably be up front. Otherwise they're just going to be casting shadows in front of everybody. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to dismiss that, take my staff back. I'll get you a special staff at some point, okay? It works for me, I so, guess. So as soon as you do that, you're mm. plunged into complete darkness. I will then just pick up we'll a stone from the... I'm going to pick up a stone from the ground okay. and uh, cast light on it. Let's roll so. cast a spell. Okay, let's see. Let me share my dice room. Plus three, minus one. And first roll of the game. Let's go. Bingo. All right, ten. So it works just fine. Did you roll in the dice room? Went on mine. All right, let me refresh it. Hold on. Maybe maybe because I had to reboot because of updates. Yeah, there it is. I did not refresh my page. I see the ten now. Okay. Right. So uh, this little rock I go and hand over to either of the two gentlemen that wish to lead. I guess Jay's would not really want to, so I'm going to hand it to my good buddy, Manfred. Would you like to hold this rock for me? Uh, no, because I have a shield and a sword in my hand. Uh, someone else needs to do the light. Dang it, I'll cast oh, it on your shield. I got it. I have an idea. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I will take the rock and I will put it in my mouth, holding it in my teeth. Ah, uh, Nice. So you'd be a lantern. I can just see the rays kind of shooting out in a cone shape. <laughs> Please I, don't swallow that. Don't worry. <laughs> I won't. Uh, yeah, it's a shame. Uh, well, I, I, I was going to say it's a shame you don't, but I don't know that you don't have metal teeth because that could be like a disco ball effect. <laughs> if you oh, had a the, good grill going, we could do a disco ball. The color will be neon pink. Inside a volcano. Right. Why not? Cool. So with that in mind, does that mean Jay's is going to be point? I saw a pretty flower with this color on it. Enjoy. Do, hold, do I have a shield? I forget. Yes, I did take a shield. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you made it so you could use your weapon one-handed, right? The, the it's, joust. It's, it's, a big, it's a big reach weapon, but I am strong. Strong, strong like and bull. soft. Well, if I if Jay's is up front, I don't mind being second, and then uh, maybe we should have Manfred in the in the back to cover us in case we get rushed. To quickly sure. kill anything that comes close. Yeah. 
Nice. All right. So with that in mind, we're going to say Jay's up front, uh, followed by Duke, followed by Pot, Pat, and Pot. Manfred. Okay. Now, Duke, please be aware that there may be more traps uh, ahead since you found one the other way. I'm sniffing. I'm going to sniff them out. Wait, which way did we decide we were going here? I think we chose uh, left. The next question. Two of them chose left. left. <laughs> I want to go right. I mean, we know something's over there. Let's go take care of it. I want stuff sneaking up behind me. Yeah, he's got a point. He does. That's the truth of things. <laughs> so if I remember the way I described it right, Duke saw a pressure plate, and you know it goes to a trap, but you're not positive what the trap is yet. Um, however, you've got some clues. You've got yeah. the skittering and stuff in the ceiling. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess we'll all shuffle around. In the, so in you want to avoid the plate? <laughs> um, this pressure plate covers the floor. So it's a danger that you guys are going to have to defy if you want to get past it. Now, if we've got Jay's up front, Jay's, how would you get over this? Or how would you not engage this pressure plate that covers the floor? And is, it is more than a full long step. So you couldn't just like reach your foot way out and step over it. it it's longer than that. Hmm. This is a big pleasure. Pressure plate. Yeah. Actually, let's make it easy. Where I'm saying everything is, uh, all the hallways are five feet wide. This is five foot as well. So it's a five foot square. Okay. Um, so what I would like to do here, I've got, uh, I don't have a bonus to it, but I've got some dexterity. Um, In the fight so, danger, can't you just pick which one? Well, I mean, you can pick, but you have to describe it so that I buy what it is yeah. you're picking. Okay, I get you. And I, yeah. I don't, I don't want to solve every trap with I headbutt it. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, let, let me give you a little bit of an example here, because I heard, I thought I heard Eli say dexterity, and what I would say is, for example, and you you may not have even been going here, Eli, but just to give an example is, if you were going to say I'm going to use dexterity and jump over it, to me, I would say the jump would probably be strength. Dexterity would be something like you're going to try and do the the wall run or what you going to do along the walls or something. To me, that's what I was going to do the wall run. That was my yeah. plan. Uh, my yeah. idea was actually completely different. Yeah. Um, but I just want to say it that way as an example. You describe mm -hmm. it in a way that will use the stat you want to use, and as long as it you know sounds doable, we do it. Otherwise, it's uh, everybody. The, the first instinct is I want to get out of the way of the danger. And almost all the time, that's dexterity. So I want to hear more about I'm not just getting out of the way, but, you know, I know that it takes, you know, five pounds of pressure to activate this pressure plate. So I'm going to put four and a half pounds of pressure. on it. So that'd be like intelligence, trying to be super smart about the whole thing. Uh, yeah. So anyway, we'll, we'll end the example. And Eli, go ahead. What, what's Jay's up to? Um. So remember how, as I'm sure everybody here understands how a flail is constructed. It is the haft, like this. the chain, and then the weighted, <laughs> uh, the weight on the end. Um, what my idea was, was to lock the end of the haft onto the chain link securing the weight. Okay. Because my flail is so long, I could set the haft over on the other side. So it's a very minor ramp. It's elevated just above the pressure plate, but I would still have to balance to get across it. Okay. 
That sounds that, like dexterity. Yeah, that's why I thought dexterity. Yep. Yep. And I I know I don't get a bonus to it, but <laughs> my brain said this is what I thought, this is what I want to do. <laughs> yeah. Now here's another way to do it. Since it's five feet wide, Jay's is taller than five feet, right? Probably. He said probably. You know, I don't. <laughs> uh, my, my thought is you could say you're forcing your hands against the walls to support yourself while you're going through, and that could be strength. Hmm. You see, I, I just like to try and help you guys oh, figure out I, the the way to use the best stat. But at the same time, if you fail, you get experience. So it's like, yeah, like <laughs> I. It could also be funny too. I say go. Yeah, I, that, that's really where my brain's going. Like, if yeah. this fails, this will be funny. <laughs> All right, so let's go ahead and defy that danger with balance or dexterity. Okay, uh, with a twelve dex, that's plus zero. So that's two d six plus zero. Yep. We. I'll I'll add the zero. You don't have to. Oh, okay, thank God. <laughs> yeah, it's it's difficult math, right? Ooh. Oh, hey, look, there's a failure. Hey, did you use your face? <laughs> <laughs> I had money. <laughs> he, was, he was trying to do a handstand and then do the walk, but realized he had to balance on the flail. And now, um, so first off, <laughs> that make sure you mark an experience for yeah. your character because oh, so do you hit your jaw. Minus, you got a rock in there. So here's what the for my purposes, what's going to happen is within the first two or three steps, one of your feet slips, you hit the pressure plate. So you're, you're going to be activating the trap. You can decide before I actually have the trap activate. Do you have like an initial reaction? Because you know you failed like immediately. I'll give you like an initial reaction before I describe what happens with the trap. Um, what? Okay, I think upon realizing that I have failed, losing my balance, knowing that my foot, oh no, I think instinctively I would move that foot to kick my flail back into my hand. And that is my initial reaction. I don't know what's happening, but whatever it is, I want to hit it. Okay. That's so probably I, that's probably the best way to keep myself safe. So here's what I picture happening because I like to do this from the movie slash camera view. Um, as we start the we get to that pressure plate, uh Duke points out the pressure plate. I see Jay's uh, adjusting the flail to make that solid pole so that you can go across it. You lay it down nice and carefully, and then the camera comes into the, your uh, close-up of your feet just starting to get onto the pole, and then one foot just m slips off the side of the pole and hits the ground. We switch the camera view to your face, to which I assume at that point would be an oh shit, yeah, like that. <laughs> and then the camera immediately flips back to the foot, and your toe goes underneath the, the pole and just kicks the flail back up to your hands, and from there... The camera goes straight up to the ceiling. The ceiling uh, uh, stone kind of just slides out of the way fast. And large, like, two-foot diameter scarab beetles just fall from the ceiling on top of you guys. Magic missile. 
<laughs> magic, magic missile. Magic missile. <laughs> now, is magic missile? I mean, magic missile is always guaranteed to hit the target. Um, but how, I'm very curious when we do this how your magic missile avoids your friends. So uh, think about that when we get to you casting the spell, because it, it this is super close quarters. Bugs just fell on you, and you want to zap the bugs. Um, so with that, right behind Jay's was duke so i want to look at duke for the first one to uh to be able to act because we would be the closest to the whole thing the bugs just fell down if you had to guess because you don't have a good uh, view yet of all these just black big beetles just falling from the ceiling there's probably between five and 15 <laughs> just a whole lot of crash crash skitter 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 nasty so it's not as bad as the mummy movie yeah <laughs> no no it's the the whole time and they're bigger these are like bigger than a frisbee right Oof. yeah the, the, the whole time jay's is doing his balancing act i'm like what's he doing what's he doing <laughs> <laughs> and i uh, i as soon as as soon as i see that he's slipping and falling i i um uh i'm going to uh yeah 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 i'm going to immediately uh draw my what, what do I even have? <laughs> a weapon. Yeah. Uh, some type. Weapon here. Well, I know you had the throwing knives. Throwing knives. We've seen those so far. I have. I've, I've written down I, throwing knives. I think I also have just a short sword. A bag it, I, of that swag. sounds right for the thief. I think that was one of the starting gear options. Yeah, I have a dagger and a short sword. So I'm going to draw my, my short sword uh, yep. immediately. And... Uh, I'm going to take a step back, hopefully uh, not bowling over pot. Yeah, I, I, I would say you're, you're, you guys would be more than half a foot apart from each other, right? Yeah, so there yeah. should be plenty of space to move around. And it is easy enough to switch positions, uh, especially when we get into this. If somebody wants to, like, Manfred's going to want to be up front here in a moment, I'm sure. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's easy enough to do. But for me, I wanted the order so that when something happens, I know who to pick on first. Um, uh, at this point, have they have they completely fallen? Can I? They're they're kind of falling still, which is why it's hard to get a grasp on exactly how many. And I'm just going to swing wildly in front of me, <laughs> avoiding okay. avoiding chase. Let's just do a hack and slash then. Let's see what happens. All right, uh, what should I do? I can't wait for my 86. new back tattoo. Uh, yeah, hack and slash. Uh, hack and slash is roll plus strength. Roll is two d six plus okay. yep. strength modifier. That's plus one for me. A five. Okay, so there's a failure. Um, good, good start, guys. This this makes sure you are in experience. <laughs> this is called, level up now. This, yeah. this episode is called "We All Level Up or We All Die." Yeah. <laughs> I think. Well. I was going to say death isn't that common. It is more common than D&D, &D, that's for sure. <laughs> because you can actually die here and you don't get 50 death saves before you die. But um, so for this, what will happen is at this point, there are enough of these things falling and have fallen that now Jays and Duke are buried under uh these scarabs and again think of a scarab i mean it's, it's bigger than your head it's probably about the size of a frisbee for the body and then you've got you know the nasty insect legs and pinchers and what have you uh 
my mangled hand is the only yeah. thing. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Um, so they're just kind of covered at this point. So uh Pat Manfred, you just you see that, and the light, because Jay is holding the light in his mouth, the light's just kind of shooting in between scarabs, giving <laughs> you just enough light to see what's going on. That's hilarious. Pot blossom. <laughs> All right. So the way I think Magic Missile, like the way I've seen it in like video games and the way it always hits its target is that I kind of think that they sort of do a homing thing. But if that doesn't really work for you, I was kind of wonder if there could be a way I like to. It's your Magic Missile, dude. Negative. It's going to hit the enemy. I just want you to describe how. <laughs> At this so, point, you probably mm -hmm. won't hit us because we yeah. are underneath them. Okay. There well, is not... a wall of scarabs. <laughs> The reason I was saying think about how it would avoid is I like, for example, if you had a magic missile that just took the shape of like a little rocket, you could say when it gets near an ally, it like stops in midair and turns and then goes to the bad guy and hits them or something. You know, I was just trying to think of a way that you could come up with how your magic missile doesn't affect your allies, because this is going to be the first time your allies are covered in bad things and you're going to kill the bad things without affecting them. So it might be cool to think of why it doesn't affect them. Yeah, so I think they are always in a constant moving. So the only way that they hit an ally is if for some reason the ally was to get right in front of it, it doesn't just stop. It constantly moves. So it homes on the enemy of my choice. And that is what I choose to do is target one of the new beetle scaraby thingies that have fallen from the ceiling and onto my friends. Yep. I, I like the word scarab because I do. So I'm going to use that. They're big black beetles, scarab. It's a cool um, word. So you're going to cast a spell. Let's yes. do a cast Let's a spell. Go. <laughs> Plus three minus one. And roll. Uh, six. So. Oh, my. Oh good. I uh, guess I'll take uh, the unwanted attention. Well, hold on. <laughs> a six minus is a failure. No, it is, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, it is. Yeah. So seven. Okay. Well. Yeah. I straight up lose magic missile, making me a melee character all of a sudden. <laughs> so at this point, yes. Um, and this is something that is kind of, I won't say unique, but rare in that most failures, they don't tell you what happens um, for the six minus. So with that, uh, well, let me look at, um, at this here. So at the seven to nine, this, 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 whatever, right? All right, so the six minus, it actually doesn't say, so I can pick. And in this case, you're not going to forget the spell. You're going to get covered in scarabs too, and now Manfred is the only one not being smothered by these bugs. And you guys are about to start taking some damage, depending on what Manfred does. Yeah, I kind of just want to, like, leapfrog on top of the pile and crush the scarabs on top of everybody. <laughs> <laughs> crush. And, of course, the bug guts you know, obey gravity, oh, yeah. so everyone down there would get covered. Yeah, and they, they open their mouths as the bug guts go in because they're screaming because they're in so much pain because I weigh <laughs> probably 300 pounds. Yeah, yeah. All right, I guess I'll take a swing at one then. So, Just one? I can do the crush. Well, I'll take a swing at all of them. Uh, remember this dungeon every world, you tell me what scare. you're trying to accomplish, and then we there's find out what I'm just gonna be like, just cut them as they fall. If there's not any more falling, then I'll just uh, I don't know, start to start thrusting into a bunch you know try to clear them off of everybody not not gonna try any i am the lost uh? <laughs> no i kind of i was thinking about it but i don't okay. i, I don't want to waste an attack yet no problem no problem um so i guess what i'm looking for is 
you're just going to kind of swing at the ones that are falling still? Because there are still a couple falling since everyone's failing. Yeah, <laughs> falling, yeah. If there's still stuff failing. falling, I'm going to just get them before they hit and hit the ground. Okay. Kind of thing, you know? All right, yeah. So let's let's go with the hack and slash thing because it oh. looks like it's just going to be straight up. You're trying to to uh, destroy them. Yes. Eleven. Yeah. Hey, that goes to eleven. Yep. All right. So you didn't fail. I'm not sure what to do. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of weird. I thought I was going to actually. <laughs> so because again, because of what you described, and because you were successful, and this being the way D and D and D Dungeon World works. Randy wrote this on a post at 10 plus yay, seven to nine. Sort of yay. Sort of yay. Sort of yay. Six minus fuck with an exclamation <laughs> point, even. Yeah. Nice. Uh, just to remind myself now. Since yeah. Confusing myself. <laughs> the, um, so because you described you're just going to be hitting the ones that fall <clears throat> until they stop falling, you destroy <laughs> several of them that are falling and then they stop. And at that point, it is now a pile and you could tell from when you were hitting them, because even though you've got a nice sharp sword and all, they are hard shelled creatures. Um, they're pretty darn thick and heavy. So as you hit each one, you're like, man, that thing's probably like 20 pounds, man, that one's probably like 30 pounds. So these are some heavy bugs. Um, and now they're laying on top of the others uh, because each one of you was under there and there was, you know, a series of failure happening. What I want to do is um, for Zeb, Pat, and Zeb, <laughs> Duke, Pat, and Jays, each of you roll a D4 and you're going to take that damage and you're not going to count armor because you're being crushed inside your armor at this point. The armor's not really helping. So I see Eli got a four. So Jays will take four points. It's all right. It's all right. I've got 25. Well, I have 24 hit points. Yeah. What? Duke takes two and Pat takes three. You have how many? Well, HP is 10 plus constitution and I put 15 in my constitution. Yep. So that's 25. And then last session I took one damage. There you go. You got it. And, um, I was going to say something about like getting hit points back, but we technically didn't do a camp or a rest or anything. So we're, we're clear there. I think this um, is the with that, if, the, if, if either Duke, Pat or Jay's has an idea of what they want to do right now. Yeah. What yeah mine, mine's four plus constitution. So I have five hit points. Well, you're the wizard. <laughs> you're I not the fighter. <laughs> I know. It's like, how do you have yeah. that? Many? I, did I read Hold that? On, wrong? I just four, want to double check. Randy, it's four plus constitution, not four plus con. So the constitution number, not the con modifier. Oh, okay. So, so what is your constitution? My constitution that I chose, I put the 15 there. Yeah, so you'd have 15 plus your four for being a wizard. So Okay, that's much better than I thought it was. Yeah. I was like, how squishy am I? I think technically the way the game works is the lowest hit points you can start with is 12. And I think that's if you put the eight on the constitution and you play the wizard, you get four more. So I think 12 okay. is like the lowest. See, I okay. thought I was rocking a whole five hit points. Duke, Duke, Duke raised his hand. Do you see yeah. the mangled hand coming up through the stairs? Like, I want to go. I want to go. Um, I'm going to. Hopefully, this works. I uh, I still have my golden root potion. Ooh. on my person. This is the uh, make a friend potion. Yes, it is. 
so I'm poison, going to, technically. Yeah. I'm going to hopefully uh, dig, get as close into my back pocket as I can with my non-mangled hand, which is sticking out at the top of the stack yeah. of scarabs, and I'm just going to crush it in my hand. Okay. To get it on as many of the uh, of the scarabs as possible. Okay, we can do that. Let's. Um, I'm trying to think of if I want to do any roll. I'm not going to do any roll with it yet. Let's see what Pat and Jay's are doing. Any ideas, guys? Uh, I'm going to attempt. I what I want to do is the uh, <clears throat> that classic superhero move. Where they get piled on by a bunch of goons and they just, brah, okay, you know, just throw their chest out, arms up in the air. You cannot contain me. <laughs> Let's see what Pat has in mind before we we carry that one through because I I want to be able to make these things work together. Oh, that's what <laughs> cast a spell and they got things landing on top of it. So he's just Ow. trying to breathe i think so right, so pat pat is in Fair. the state of <laughs> coping right now <laughs> there's a there's okay. a, like a cat fight between a noodle and a beetle right now like on my shoulder <laughs> so what i want to do then is let we're going to kind of do this together ish you guys between zeb and eli i want you guys to pick so either we're going to have duke doing a defy danger with dexterity by trying to get his potion all on stuff or poison technically, or we're going to have um, Jay's do a defy danger with strength where you're going to just power through the whole thing. And the reason I say it's one or the other, the other person I want to do aid to help. And what will happen is if it's successful, the, poison will be spread on as many of them as possible while they're being thrown about. So it's going to be a combination of that the poison gets into the air as the scarabs are being thrown about. So you guys pick who wants to make the roll and who wants to aid. Dexterity is my best trait. So and strength I'm, is Jay's best yeah, trait. So <laughs> That's why I'm like, you guys get to pick it. It's just the luck of the dice roll at this point. Could be. Um, the other thing to consider is when you roll to aid, you roll plus bonds. Who, which of do you, either of you have more than one bond for the other? We mm. completed a bond, I think, last time with the whole. Yeah, uh, I complete, it matters I, what you have now for bonds. Okay. He's I got do one, have right? Any present bonds with Duke. You yeah, don't have any, but I do with the whole truth and truth. All right, so then it makes more sense for Duke to roll the aid roll because you would add plus one to that, okay. whereas uh, Jay's would not. So, yeah. So, in that case, let's do it this way. We're going to do the aid roll. We'll do that first just to see if you actually do help. <laughs> um, but that will be your rolling plus the one bond you have. And this is to, you guys are just going to work together to make the scarab thing happen. Is that so? That's 2d6 is plus one? Yep. Yep. It's a the convention in the game is anytime you see roll plus, what you're saying is 2d6 plus. It was an 11. 11. So, all right. So now you get a plus one. I guess technically the move says they get a plus one or plus two, your or minus two, your choice. I'm pretty sure you want to go with the plus one. Because <laughs> yeah, right? the, the other one is for interfere when you actually want to stop something. No, it might be funny. <laughs> um, I'll definitely take the plus one. So yeah. I would be rolling uh, 2d6 plus three yeah. for 
my defy danger strength. I am Superman. Hear me roar. Or the way Randy said it earlier, you'll be doing 2d6 plus 3 minus 1, but add another one. Sure. <laughs> That's exactly what I said. You didn't do the last add another one, right? Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, jeez. All right. Hold uh, on. Hey, here. I see a 7. <laughs> on on my screen, the dice are, are cocked. Can I re-roll them? <laughs> if it didn't have this clear number here that said seven, I would yeah. say yeah. <laughs> yeah, we know what it means. <laughs> yeah, if we were playing at a physical table, anytime a die is crooked, I'm like, if it's close enough and it has a number you like, go ahead and take it. Otherwise, yeah, re-roll it. Dude, last week um, my dice kept stacking case, on top of each other. So so now remember on a seven to nine, you still get what you're looking for. I, however, get to say, well, in addition to that. Something else is going to happen. So I in this case, what's going to happen is a hard bargain, an ugly choice. Yeah. Oh, no. It's in this case, what is going to be is um, as the scarabs are, you're throwing them up in the air. The the little uh, vial of the potion, poison. This poison, because <laughs> it's the thief. Um, it breaks and. It breaks just as all the scarabs are starting to move, and you kind of see the splashing happen. And unfortunately, almost all of the scarabs you throw off of you land on Pat. And oh, Pat, oh, is, oh, oh Pat is further crushed. Uh, and Pat will be taking a D6 of damage. Randy, I'll hey, let you roll your own damage. Thank you. Appreciate that. Uh, so D6 minus five, right? Uh, well, it depends. <laughs> <laughs> Two. Now, if I had my original hit points I thought I had, I would have zero hit points right now. Yeah. In this case, it's just, you know, they're adding insult to the injury, uh, as the saying goes. Um, so at this point, the, I don't know, three quarters of these nasty bugs just kind of veg. They're not really interested in too much now. They're definitely... Think of when a puppy's looking to get fed and it's just staring at one person. They're all kind of staring at Duke. Um, but it's about three quarters of them. He's got about a quarter of them, uh, Manfred, that are beaten up on Pat. And you get to see all this. Uh, oh, Pat has definitely gotten crushed. Does Pat um, uh, make noises when he's being squished by 200 pounds of bugs? <laughs> I think it's I think it's somewhere around the lines of what do you think it's me? Ah! that screaming. I completely forgot to add for the cinematic effect as the the scarabs are being thrown off and the liquid in the air. That's also when the mouth light comes back into full view. So it's yeah. like the sun rising so with bugs it's, it's, it's flying and like, like energy build up inside the scarabs yes. and then the rah! Yes, <laughs> I love very it very much. All right, so yeah, Chris uh, Manfred, what, what do you, what's it going to do here? All right, so we got we have we have live scarabs attacking pot still. Yes. Okay, but I will use Pat yes, in okay. case it matters. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's cool. I will do my eye on the law and be like, "Be gone, servants of evil! Let this man mm. be." So, okay. See if I can pull it off. And every time we do this, I have to remember um, what my niner. role is on it. So um, I niner. see, though, that you got a niner. Yeah. yeah. So that is some success. 
So the seven plus, they will, I assume. Well, I won't assume. You tell me which one you're picking for this. Well, yeah, do what you say, back away cautiously, then flee or attack me. So we'll see what Well, happens. you get to choose one. Well, I want them to do what I say. Uh, I thought you wanted them. I thought what you were telling them was to back away and flee. So I'm well, like, I guess I technically that's it is, but that's what I told them to do anyway. Okay, okay. Um, so in this case, the ones who are not looking to Duke for uh, scarab treats uh, are uh, immediately, they're like, I don't know what to do. And then they just kind of crawl up the walls back into their holding pen above. <laughs> But you've got now, you, you kind of, with the light out there now and having a good look at the situation and they're off of um, Pat, you can see eight of them are left. And they're just kind of, again, it, it's like Duke's got a pack of uh, scarabs now. Hmm. I don't know how long that's going to last. I was going to say, how's that work? <laughs> As, uh, it says... Uh... The target treats the next creature they see as a trusted ally until proved otherwise. And in this case, I was just going with Duke because who knows what they can see. They're scarabs. Right. <laughs> I just picked the person who gave him the uh, poison. Hmm. You gonna put your pets back in their pen there, Duke? Yeah, I'm like, shoo, get away. Go on. Well, it's not an unreasonable request. They'll do what you ask them to do. Right, cool. <laughs> or, or how you shoe them along. You didn't really ask them to do anything, but they will obey the shoe. Um, and because you know how the trap works, you could reset it. So you could kind of lock them back into their spot. No role or anything involved. Presuming that's what you want to do. I just wanted to make sure I offer the option for you. Oh, boy. It's going to really suck if that's a dead end. <laughs> <laughs> You were reading my notes. I will kid on you. Uh, I'm just going to leave it be for now. Okay. We need to close it. Yeah, if maybe we if we can close it, but maybe can I disable the, the pressure plate? No, because closing it rearms it. Oh, okay. Then I guess we'll just leave it open for now. Oh, man. Like we got, we got a little drawing. That's kind of cool. <laughs> I mean, it says until proved otherwise. So unless somebody really convincing comes along and convinces my little scarab friends to... Uh... In, in this case, <laughs> the convincing otherwise would be you or your allies attacking them, really. That's the way I see it. Because the, it said they treat you like an ally. Yep. And in this case, uh, the, I would mean... I would take that to mean, and I'm taking it to mean, they will treat you as an ally and your allies as their allies. So right. if Jays went back and poked one in the face, they would be upset at everybody. <laughs> Sounds okay. reasonable. So you're gonna you're gonna leave them in their hole, but not rearm the trap. Yeah, I just I, it feels too risky because it feels like okay. as soon as they fall back down again, it's gonna be round two. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> so from here, then you're gonna go farther down the um, that leg that went to the right from the T junction. Which one okay. was your favorite beetle? I like the one you called Ringo. <laughs> I, I'm also gonna I'm also gonna talk to uh, Manfred. I'm gonna be like, "How'd you do that? How'd you make them? Uh, how'd you make them disperse like that? Like I did it, but I used a poison." Well, when you speak the truth, many will listen. And I'm just I just quietly nod and think to myself. <laughs> 
It's true. I'm trying to find a way to share this without, uh, yeah, I think I can do it now because I was telling you, uh, you looked at my notes, right? So I'm going to, where is it? Oh, I got to stop sharing that so I can share this. Sharing is caring, Joe. Sharing is caring. I I know how to do things, kind of. So here's my notes for this area. The darkness trap was 10 feet in. That trap was destroyed. There's 50 feet in, a decline, the T to the right and left. To the right has a scarab trap, dead end after the trap. (laughs) So guess what, Zeb? (laughs) You were right. So anyway, you go um, another... Uh, five or ten feet past where the pressure plate was, and that's where, in the light you have, you can see that there's an end to the tunnel. And I won't, no suspense or anything at all. It is a dead end because that's what I wanted it to be. I just well, wanted it to be a little digging a hole spot. through the wall, making my own way. <laughs> now, to now, to Chris's point, you could do whatever the hell you want with the dead end, but. I, I've already established in my head it's not just a secret door or a false door or some other trap. It really was just a dead end. The idea was that you know people come down here and you can't tell which direction to go. You don't know where the trap is, so 50-50 shot, somebody's going to get killed by bugs. Um, but people who know where to go only have to turn left. Anyway, that's what we got. You go down there, you see that dead end. Next step, what you going to do now? Can we please go left now, Manfred? Are you sure. leaving the trap in a disarmed state? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So at some point, if that poison wears off, you might find bugs at your back. Yeah, let's close that trap. You sure? <laughs> well, we're not going back that way. It's dead end. Yeah, I guess you're right. Okay. I'll now, it is close to where the T-junction is, but you do have to go down the hall to hit the pressure plate. So it's not like you would accidentally step on it walking back through. I'll rearm it. Why not? Okay. So you do take the time. You find all the right little mechanisms and where the wires are hidden. And um, you get the uh, pressure plate clicked back up. The, uh, the moving door on the ceiling closes back up. Um, the skittering uh, keeps going for a few seconds and then stops. So it's just, you know, quiet, like they know what's going on now. We probably should have painted on that dead end wall. You probably feel pretty stupid right now. That's what we probably should have <laughs> you do the um the roadrunner oh, no, thing man, where you paint a tunnel a on the wall. Yeah. <laughs> so we turn or actually we wouldn't even be turning. Now you'd be walking straight to the other side <laughs> from the right side to the left side. Um, that tunnel, again, still the same formation. You're walking through a volcanic rock of different styles be- between like the pumice lava rock and some obsidian here and there and um, just straight up stone, uh, nicely carved, but still uneven ceiling in, in a lot of places. You're going further down. You've got, I'm going to keep the same order. So you've got J's with the light kind of probably peeking around to, to make sure the light hits the out in front of Duke. Um, Duke's up front. Uh, I don't like to remind people about their character stuff, but I can't remember Zeb, if you still had one left over from trap expert, or if you even want to do it again, because you're continuing to travel through a dangerous area. Um, I'm, I'm pretty sure I used that up on okay. the last, the scare. It was how you found that that the, the scare. 
what was yeah, the scarab I, trap was there. Uh, there you go. Yeah, I couldn't remember for sure, but I at least wanted to remind you that if it's something, since the thief is the only one who can do it, it's a thief, the thief, of course. Um, in, uh, in, my, in my mind, I'm constantly scanning, so I might as well just be rolling them dice. All right. <laughs> so just as a reminder, if you wouldn't mind, just read that again before you roll it so we know what it is you're doing. Yep, let me find it. Uh, when you spend a moment to survey uh, a dangerous sure area right now, that's all my note. <laughs> Oops. I didn't get to see it. I didn't get a peek. <laughs> uh, when you spend a moment to survey a dangerous area, roll plus dex on a 10, hold three, um, on a seven to nine, hold one, uh, spend your hold as you walk through the area and ask the questions. Yep. And they're, they're pretty much around something being hidden or there being a trap. So good things for the thief to know. Yeah, go ahead and make that make that roll plus dex. Roll plus dex. <laughs> Good <laughs> gosh, man. Mark the well, experience. Oh. <laughs> Beautiful. Well, I needed that. I needed the experience. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> All right. Um, a little farther down the hallway, it starts to actually turn where the 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 hall you've been in so far has just been like straight angles, so straight down from the outside to that T junction. It's a literal T. There's like no rounding or anything. The uh, now, however, after you're another 50 feet or so down this tunnel, it actually starts to turn gradually left and right. So you can't see very far ahead of you uh, after uh, one specific spot where it seems to turn a little sharply to the right. Uh, Jay's, when you turn the corner, Duke's not there. He was in front of you a moment ago. <laughs> he covers the covers the light. <laughs> yeah, you're not oh. supposed to swallow it. I told you that. <laughs> it it got like wedged. Oh my god. Anyway, anyway, why aren't you walking? It's too tight to be stopping. I lost Duke. He's he's in front of you. Turn around and deals. I'm going to was. put myself up against the wall and hold the light up. I lost Duke. It's easy enough for anybody else to see. You can just peek your head around and see that there's nobody around that corner. Uh, let's search around these walls. Maybe there's a, one of those hidden, like, a, you know, it's open, but Wait. it looks like there's a wall there and maybe he slipped through. Something. I have an idea. I would like to discern realities. Yes. Oh, I was, <laughs> well, I want to hear the idea. <laughs> What's the idea? I was going to take the haft of my flail and just like poke out everywhere 10 feet in front of me. Well, he's not invisible. <laughs> <laughs> so we start with that. So as Jay's just kind of poking around, um, it rock, sounded rock, like rock. Pat is taking a, a few minutes to survey or a few seconds at least to survey what's going on check out the area and uh we'll do that discern realities role randy let's see it is uh plus wisdom plus always wisdom. for discern realities wisdom is my second highest with a plus one so let's go and give her a old college try and chris i'm not sure if you were thinking the same thing for manfred but if you wanted to of course you can Okay, I got a yeah, nine. Yeah, no, roll with it. Okay, so we have a nine discern realities with a nine. You get to ask me one of those discern realities questions or something close enough. 
let's see and remember just because it doesn't necessarily sound like exactly what you're looking for for example the first question what happened here recently it's pretty recent that duke just kind duke of vanished. vanished yeah so that would be something but then all the other questions could be interpreted similarly as well okay so uh what here is not what it appears to be that's what i'd like Ooh, to know okay everything seems pretty normal and something that has to be off or do to just vanish into thin air. So here's where in a moment of clarity, Pat realizes the hallway is actually straight. Hmm. The uh, path is straight. We've been zigzagging for a bit. So you, when you think about that in that moment of clarity, you look, you know, down this direction, the hallway is as straight as far as you can see the light. You turn around, the hallway is as straight behind you as far as you can see the light. But you can blink and look again, and it's all curved just like it was a minute ago. But you know, you have discerned through your superior wisdom and intellect that this is some sort of illusion. Nobody else sees what you see at this point. Um. Well, it appears to be some sort of illusion. I can probably use detect magic, but it uh, would probably just further the explanation that something's going on here. Maybe it's not magical. Maybe we're rotating or something. I don't really fully know. But so I'm watching Eli kind of play out that Jay's was holding the light rock in his mouth for a while, and I just thought of a horrible, nice dad pun. You have rock jaw. <laughs> God <laughs> damn it. <laughs> <laughs> no. nice. I'm sorry I stole that, Randy. <laughs> it's fine. Okay, <laughs> there we are. Uh, so now, it, again, just because I spent a bunch of time saying that, Pat said it's straight. We've been walking in curves, so I'll let you guys get back to the the character interaction. Except, well, Zeb, for now. Does it feel like the hallways? moving unnaturally or does it feel just like a normal like do we feel shaky whatsoever or i don't know how to describe this it's more uh, if you feel uneasy it's more the idea that you're that as the wizard maybe you feel uneasy about having been caught in an illusion when you probably shouldn't have uh, but there isn't it's not like the walls are spinning and you got like that whole vertigo effect or anything like that no um, you're just able to kind of see both sides of the, the illusion coin, if you will. Uh, you can see where it's straight, and you can also see where the illusion is fooling you. Okay, I'd like to use the third level spell I don't have of uh, dispel magic. <laughs> uh, no. Oh, man. Imagine the chain. Let's see. So Manfred or Jays, you got any any thoughts of what you would be doing now? Yeah, actually, yelled. let me go back to uh, Jays. You were poking the stick around. Yes, the stick, your flail, um, your seven foot long flail, or however long it is. Um, I'm saying seven. I can't remember what you said, but it's a long flail. Yeah, it's, it's um, like it's like a ten foot stick with just when, a, a chain and a ball around, in You kind of feel like maybe you would understand what pat's talking about like when you go to reach to poke that spot that looks like it's three feet away it feels like you have to reach farther than three feet to touch it but 
it still hits when it's supposed to that like maybe you're trying you're, you're kind of getting what he's saying there's something that just doesn't quite seem right and manfred sorry chris i had interrupted because i wanted to finish that since eli started by saying he was poking i want to yell duke where are you oh hey someone's actually going to speak up that's cool yeah <laughs> yeah real loud I, I think if we continue forward we might get through this illusion and catch back up with duke who might not actually be that far ahead so in this case, um, if I felt like it, I would be typing this separately. So, you know, earmuffs for everyone but Zeb for a moment. Uh, Duke, um, you're just watching these guys looking for you. It's like you are on the other side of one-way glass. <laughs> uh, they're right there. Um, although you can see and hear them, you can also hear, you know, obviously when Manfred just shouts for you and uh i assume they can't hear me <laughs> well you haven't said anything yet but True. if you do say something then yes they don't they, there's no immediate reaction to you saying something <laughs> yeah now you do you can hear yourself make sound now one thing you do notice is when when you we'll just call it vanish when you vanished um all other sounds except for your party went away. So the background sound of the volcano is gone. It's like utter silence. And you hear every time someone in your, your party here even touches a bit of gravel on the floor. It sounds super loud now because everything is amplified since uh, you no longer have that white noise in the background. But um, yeah, you're able to see them and hear them. But at this point, they don't appear to be able to see or hear you. I'm gonna I'm gonna think back to uh, to Manfred and how he would meditate to converse with the truth. Ooh! And I'm just gonna I'm gonna sit down and I'm just gonna try my best just to listen to my own breath and see it's if any louder than it was yeah. the last time you listened. To <laughs> yeah, <laughs> with no other sounds except well, your your party right there making some yeah. noise, but all that background white noise is gone. I'm going I'm going to trust in my friends that they'll find me and I'm okay. not going to try and 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 you know break myself out of here. I'm just going to sit and I'm just going to to listen to the noises of the earth. I'm going to shoot magic missile down the hallway. <laughs> Earlier tonight, Zeb described Duke's attitude attitude is lackadaisical. This kind of fits. <laughs> If I'm stuck somewhere, I just wait for people to come find me. That works. Yeah, I know they'll figure yeah. it out. Manfred, what you thinking now? Yeah, um, it's kind of weird. Eli, can so, you hear? How far okay. can we see? Either way, like how? Um, so you still have the full light from um, Jay's holding the light. Uh, now, granted, depending on where Jay's is holding it at any given time, it may be directional. That said, you can see both ways. Um, now, the direction you were headed in already is where Duke vanished, and it was around what was the sharpest turn so far. I don't want to say corner because everything here is very smooth. It's a, it's like an, an S. And yeah, you were going yeah. through a lazy S, and this was a sharp S. Uh, so as soon as Duke went around that corner, and then Jay's was behind him, and Duke wasn't there anymore. So that way, you can only see about five feet because that's where the wall turns. The other direction where you came from, where it was more gradual turns, you can see about 20 feet. I want to go to that corner, that hard okay. corner, I guess. 
and, kind of and around. around the corner it's like um think of a carnival mirror funhouse but instead of mirrors it's you know stone wall so as soon as you turn it it just looks like you're looking in a, a rounded maze hmm. i want to like check out the walls and stuff see if there's any secret doors and whatnot it, it all feels to to initial touch and and you know the, the site and what have you they feel and look just like every wall you've seen from the moment you entered the uh, entrance where the the zomblins were hmm. it all feels the same as it did before i mean there's something off a little and you have heard pat say that you know something's messed up here <clears throat> so you can tell something's off you just don't know what hey Pop, at least not at this point why don't you have your little worm friend show us the way to go or find Duke something. Bear with me a second. I hood up, I rip <laughs> it off my shoulder, and I stick it on top of my head. <laughs> Worm head. Punch me the way to go, Snape. Um, I'll even use Eye on the Law if I have to, if I need some to aid him somehow. I don't know. So the reaction to Pat, and you can say it's you can see it's clearly a reaction to Pat saying point which way to go. Um, it turns into a question mark. It doesn't know. How it do we find Duke? Now, go ahead, Manfred. I, I wanted to answer that one first. How do we Manfred. find Duke? I say to the worm thing. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm trying to think of it in a single character kind of thing. Um, it is... I'm not going to do an arrow, if, but it, it is showing... All right. Let's do it this way. The direction that you just looked, where I said it looked kind of like a maze, mm -hmm. it makes the shape that you just saw of itself. So it, it makes the rounded, circleish maze look as if to say, in there. But because it can't just point to where it is, because yeah, it doesn't yeah. know. All right, I'll, I'll go towards that S shaped hallway. Okay. Let's see if I vanish. Um, don't don't leave me behind. Along with the light. Come on, Jay. I grab Pomo. Come on. Hey, cool board. You don't have to be so mean about it. I would go if you just ask. <laughs> so you guys are gonna continue. Um, Pat, you're just I assume you're going along. Yes, I'm tagging along with Manfred and John Jacob Jingleheimer Jiff. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. Um and that one is going. The um the all the walls just feel completely normal. Uh they yeah. so Pat can tell. And this this I, I don't know if, if Pat has the kind of stomach for this or not. I can tell you if this was me and it kept going like it looked straight and then it looked curved. And while I'm walking, I'm walking both straight and curved. I think I'd probably be ready to puke because my I don't think my stomach could handle that. But just to give you an idea of this, as as Pat's walking, you can see that the hallway is straight and when you blink you're walking in a curve but you're still following the hallway and then you blink again you're walking straight it i don't know if that might be disorienting for everyone else you're just following the curves of the hallway and duke you can see the three of them walking straight towards you and they're about 100 feet away so now they're at a distance whereas before they were right in front of you so there's a disposition there and now you realize you're sitting inside of what looks like 
um, a crystal of some kind. It's really thick rock, but it's very clear. Uh, and you, it's barely, it barely distorts the light that comes through it. Almost like a really good ice sculpture ice where it's almost completely see-through, but you still get a little bit of that, that variation of the light coming through. And as you guys are walking through the maze, uh, it is really a maze. You're, you're turning this way, turning that way. That's a dead end. You, you go back and you take the next route. Um, after probably two minutes or so, you can see up in front of you a crystal that goes from floor to ceiling, and you can see Duke inside of it. Ugh, I do not think I'd find him. Why do I feel like I've been drinking rum all night? What are you doing in there, Duke? Bink, 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 bink. That that's a good Can one actually because I was going to say, us? Zeb, Duke hears that, but you guys do not hear when Duke has any kind of reply. You can see him move and his lips move, but you do not hear anything. Snape, do you know how to break this? And I, I I'm doing like charades and stuff, and I'm like, <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? I'm like making the dog and stuff like that, and like <laughs> trying and, to uh, communicate and, it all. And uh, Pool Noodle thinks it's a game and it starts mimicking Duke. <laughs> and then there I'm just some... like, ah, <laughs> just forget it. And I, I, I'm I, gonna... I don't think Sorry. you got it right, Snape. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sit down and I'm going to look at Manfred and I'm going to try my best to talk to him with my mind because that's what I think he does. <laughs> For some reason, I feel like our wallets are much safer right now. So I'm like, I'm like looking at him like this, like just trying, like, is he gonna shit himself? <laughs> we have he to get him out it. of here before that happens. Um, Manfred, uh, hold this. Snape, or whatever your name is, should can I strike this, or do we need to use magic, sword, or magic? Do you um, have my candles still? Give me those. <laughs> it uh, so the noodle. Mm -hmm. points at pat mm. and and like points and bounces <laughs> all right pot Blast all right <laughs> um i don't think a magic missile is going to do the trick i can you give that a shot magic? but i'm going <laughs> not for until level three <laughs> i'm so going to fail for a while <laughs> oh, man. That's a magic missile magic missile <laughs> <laughs> i'm going to perform a ritual. This might take a minute. Ooh. I pull out a piece of chalk and draw a little circle, throw my little what was it, a bird and a snake or whatever the heck I drew last time on the ground. Let's then I'm going to draw... It was a bird carrying a snake. Yeah, bird carrying yeah. a snake. I'm going to draw three little circles, which would be normally what I do with candles is in a around the circle. All right. I <laughs> put my hand in the middle of the circle. Uh, <laughs> We're going to do that one again. Um, before we get too much farther with it, because it's a ritual, I need you to tell me what you're trying to achieve and not just get him out of there. Like, how? And um, then I can give you the conditions in order to make it happen. I'm trying to figure a way because the it's uh, not real crystals magic in the form of a crystalline kind of object, I'm assuming. So my goal is to hamper the magic and crack it the best I can until it shatters releasing it. Hmm. Okay. Um, so with that, you've drawn your chalk circles. And what you'll need to do 
is you'll need help from both Jays and Manfred. While you do your incantations, Jays and Manfred are going to need to um, attack the thing in a specified spot. You get to pick where. And that hopefully will start the crack that your ritual can then exploit. So both of them will need to be hitting this thing in order for this to work. While I am placing power on the front here, I need you two to go to opposite sides and strike on the count of Dodo. Got it. Now <laughs> move One, over two. to my side. Uh, set my shield down. I'm gonna grab flail in both hands. And just, oh boy! A D, a da, a D, a da, a dodo. Do now, the only thing to keep in mind for that, only because I'm watching Eli doing the full motion with the 20-foot-long, um, you know, flail, you don't have a lot of, of space to work. Be 50 foot. I know. I think it's going to be a mile long. Yeah. <laughs> I can choke up on the handle. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm just saying. You don't I, I, can, I can put my hips either. into it instead. And it's only because we have the visual going that I'm like, Eli did this big, you know, baseball swing, but you wouldn't necessarily have the room for that. And then for Manfred, um, What's your choice of weapon to hit the thing with? Uh, long sword for me. Okay, just a regular long sword. Okay. Yep. I don't mean I don't mean to say it's nothing special. I'm sure your long sword is. It's, it's the paladin. The paladin exactly. long sword. Yeah, it's yeah. the long sword. <laughs> All right. So, so with I, this, I have a question, real quick. Yeah, go for it. Um, with as the fighter. What my starting move is bend bars lift gate. Yeah. When you use pure strength to destroy an inanimate object, roll strength on 10 plus, choose three. On a seven to nine, choose two. Uh could I could I just choose two for depending on the success of his ritual? So here's where <laughs> if if Randy hadn't already started with the ritual. I'd be saying, let's just break it, right? Or just bust it, Hulk smash. Because that's to me, Ben Barr's lift gates is Hulk smash. Right? Yeah. It, it is. You're, you come up against something that you don't want to be there, so you're going to use your strength <laughs> to make it not there anymore. And um, that would, to me, that would have been like immediately. What I want to do here is, because there's one more cost for the ritual, and let's see how Pat responds to that to see if you might, you know, just get, hooked up and smash but the what you're seeing um pat is the magic you're able to put into it just doesn't seem to be enough as they're hitting it it doesn't actually crack you would need to sacrifice some magical item for this to work you don't have enough magical power on your own all right, so I'm going to pull out one of my books and I'm going to turn to uh, a page that is all about the spelling magic. I'm going to use one of my uses of my books and I'm going to rip that page out. I'm going to hold it. And if that will work for me, I'll burn the usage of one of my books and that section of the book because I that's how I described how I was using it the last time. Just finding sections. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, I'm with you. Um, I like the idea, and I'm going to say it feels like it's almost enough. Maybe maybe these guys need to hit it harder. Hmm. <laughs> 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 nice face. 
And I, I'm going like this. <laughs> Three. <laughs> Manfred. Like, oh, yeah. Truth, man. Truth. The, the truth. little idol. Like, yeah, number three in the Lord. Lord. Like this with my point the EMI. <laughs> yeah. like, if, oh, no. <laughs> like, I'm going to count to Ododo again, but I'm also going to, while it's burning in blue flame, the page, I'm going to also use magic missile and slam into it with my other hand. Opposite right, of where I'm So holding. now we actually get to a roll. So I, I, I'm going to take that. Let's uh, cast a spell. A D. <laughs> a jaw. Oh, by the way, Pool Noodle went in the shape of truth as well to, you know, oh, yeah, play, cool. be, be a team player. All right. uh, I'm still roll. Oh, that my is, God. oh, my God. Oh, my word, Randy. So here, Eli, I can now say, comfortably say, I don't expect you to need to break this. <laughs> <laughs> you blew a hole through the volcano. Yeah. volcano uh, so the when the magic missile hits it, um, when you infuse the power of the magic missile into the, the book, the page from the book, and these guys are at the chalk circles that you drew, and... Um, as the magic missile is cast, it seems to go straight down to the circles, right up their legs, and then their arms just swing, uh, you know, Bruce Lee two-inch punch kind of thing. Bam! And <laughs> the uh, the crystal at that point just shatters. And Duke, there's like almost the, the, the crystal hardly made any sound compared to the deafening return of the volcano sound. <laughs> Everybody I, else didn't really notice the, that it was missing because they heard it the whole time. Wait, was I up in the air or like sitting on the ground? Uh, on the yeah. ground, okay. not not far off. I mean, the crystal probably had you six inches off the ground or so because I, it was I thick. Was like, I was like bracing for impact. Yeah, <laughs> when they when they started swinging wildly, <laughs> I I'll come back and I'll just be like, "Hey guys!" Like I, but I can't hear. <laughs> I can't hear anything yet. Yeah. Welcome back to freedom, Duke. What? <laughs> welcome to freedom. Welcome back. <laughs> Light. I'm what? a what? It sounds like he's always chewing on a flashlight or something. <laughs> Got rock jaw. Rock jaw. <laughs> uh, so at this point, you guys realize that you've traveled pretty far into the volcano. And... Uh, Randy, from Pat's perspective, you pretty much have been able to walk in a straight line from the time you went down the left corridor, <laughs> and it's just led you like farther and farther in. Uh, where everybody else, you've got this feeling well, maybe not Duke. Um, I'll describe a little bit more what happened to Duke in a moment so that you can describe it if you want. <laughs> but, um, we we've been going left and right, curving this way and that, and that nice gentle curves, but it kind of felt like you're on flat ground the whole time. Once the whole crystal thing is broken, it's like the illusion drops and you realize you are now deeper um, and it's warmer and the sounds are louder and you can see the hallway behind you just keeps going and the hallway in front of you, you can actually see a red glow about 40 feet down the hallway so that you have your regular light and then it kind of fades and then farther down you see a red glow and it looks like there's a an actual corner down there at the end and for duke when you turned that corner you actually slid down a slide 
that had you just end up falling inside this crystal prison where you could not get back out. So you fell into it, the ceiling closed above you, and you were stuck there. Now you could see them, a little bit of magic, a little bit of, you know, GM fiat, but you could see them the whole way, straight line. And you could see that they were up above you and now they're down at your level. But you probably, you guys have probably descended another hundred feet, maybe. Is way more of an incline than you realized because the illusion. So now you're all back together. They got the band back together. The truth of this place is strange and odd. I don't like it. Like, I think we're getting close. Let's end this necromancer and be done with it. <laughs> I have a question about the crystal. Thomas is done for. I'm right. Eli, question about the crystal. Um, the way it broke, did it break into like chunks or did it break into like shards and slivers? Let's go with shards and slivers. Is there a shard and or sliver about the size of a javelin? Yes. (laughs) I would take it. There wouldn't have been if you didn't ask. (laughs) (laughs) Just so you know. (laughs) That's what I found. With that that 14, I'd like to think that a lot of it turned to dust, though. (laughs) (laughs) Ooh, powdered crystal. But yeah, so the the full length of it could be up to seven feet because it was floor to ceiling. And again, all these hallways are about seven feet. So the, the longest it could be is about seven feet, but I'll say you could probably pick up anything between five and seven feet long that would serve as a javelin, sure. Yeah, I'll, I'll just take a five-foot piece. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to... Now that I'm saved, I'm going to go up to Manfred, and I'm going to be like, hey, I tried that thing that you do, like uh, where you listen to whatever. Yeah, I didn't hear anything. <laughs> What's up with that? You, you still can't handle listening. the truth. Your mind is too loud. Yeah, you can't handle the truth. <laughs> like, uh, I mean, like, is the truth like a thing? Is it like, uh, is it, or is it just like an idea? <laughs> like, what is? It is everything. It is everywhere. Oh, <laughs> it's between okay. you and me your, and the truth. Your mind is not at ease. I'm taking I'll... notes. Like everything, everywhere. I'll, I'll casually walk behind Duke and kind of whisper to him. If you keep asking questions, he's just going to keep going on about it. I learned a long time ago to just stop. (laughs) See? Jay's knows the truth of things. (laughs) Although he's really I didn't say anything, Manfred. He's really predictable when you play truth or dare. Like, really predictable. (laughs) I pick dare every time. (laughs) And the last thing I'm going to write down at the bottom, I'm going to be like, truth is what you make it, question mark. Nice. But now, I mean, in my head now, the war cry is going to be, you can't handle the truth. (laughs) You charge into anything. You can't handle the truth. Um, I need to make a note here. So you guys decide what what your next steps are, because I need to make a note. Going for the red glow. We we proceed. I've kind of been drawing a map, if you guys want to look at it. Oh, yeah. Very rudimentary map. Sure. Cool. From all the notes I, you stole I used earlier, to at sure. the table. That's, oh, that's yeah. not that's not too bad. It, it fits. So yep. yeah, you guys went in, and yeah, I see some lava there now. <laughs> where we <laughs> but, went. Uh, in. The Turn. the only thing that I would expand on it is where you have the cul-de-sac there, where it was turned into the maze. It yeah. would just be larger, but okay. the concept is good. Right. Well, the gradual the curves, the sharp corner or sharp turn. 
Um, and then that was a maze that they kind of walked around in for a couple minutes. So it's, it's of a substantial size for that. I, I kept trying to draw like maze lines, but it kept just looking like a ball sack. So I stopped. <laughs> <laughs> probably probably uh, looked really appropriate with that penis going through it, too. <laughs> Is that a walnut? <laughs> <laughs> you can't handle the truth. You can't. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> All right. But we've got, so we've got, the the illusion now uh, apparently dispelled and that could be up to pat to to determine uh, or to confirm that if you wanted but the illusion is no longer playing tricks on you guys you can now see what looks like the actual tunnel and uh heading towards the light zeb was technically accurate in that when you get close enough the sound of the volcano is louder and you can actually hear the bubbling of the lava magma I, I can't remember when it turns from one to the next but uh it's like a snake a snake has uh, venom in it but when it bites you you're poisoned so go figure yeah. it, it magically changes when it leaves one place to another and i don't know the difference between lava and magma anyway uh you hear that bubbling before you turn the corner and see it just kind of the big pool of lava and this whole area is huge now. This opens up to the inside of the volcano. Super warm. Um, it's the fantasy world, so of course you can walk next to lava and you're not going to die. Just don't jump in it, right? Um, it's super warm. The hot convection is just almost rushing past you now. By the time mm -hmm. you turn the corner to where this is, the air that's being forced out through where you came in is just... Um, You've got the fan blowing in uh, through your hair at the photo shoot kind of thing. It's that strong, the, the air rushing past you. And the inside of the, the volcano, so the volcano on the outside is miles wide. Inside, hundreds of feet of just big pool that you're looking over. And all around it, you can just kind of barely make out the shape of the, the mountain, the, the volcano rising. Uh, th there's a lot of dark spots so you can't quite see what might be uh, other hallways or, or what have you but it's just this really big open room with uh bubbly nasty in it hey man fred you see all that that's yes pop is this where i use the buckets such hot magma you know it's not lava until it reaches the surface that's Aha. right magma is underneath the ground that's right i, yes, I actually it. guessed it but i didn't know which was which yes. <laughs> i write down in my book magma <laughs> It's a good thing that came from the wizard too. So super smart guy. <laughs> yeah, super smart uh, Android. Super smart Google. <laughs> the Grand Wizard, Go Ogle. <laughs> Go Ogle told me. <laughs> so what are you guys doing? Now what well, do you do? So we're gonna be. Is there anyone standing? around the big open area that we can see or is there an army down here waiting for us what's going on <laughs> you do from where you're standing you do not see any other living or may also be clear no other living or undead things like creatures everything looks like the natural insides of a volcano except for the hallway you just came out of but like I said, you can't see every nook and cranny. It will definitely involve more exploration, but anything Which, do we have choices you guys like, want to ask about, I'll answer, of course. I mean, is there like a way to go left, right, straight? You know, what are the yeah, so 
the as far as the pool goes, there's kind of a, a rim all the way around that you could walk, like fully encircling okay. it from everything you can see so far. Yeah. I walk straight. No, <laughs> okay. Um, let's have Pat him. Jr. get rolled up. Yes, Snape. Uh, which which way towards the necromancer? Hi, I'm Larry Potter. <laughs> Larry. <laughs> the um, so pool noodle. I'm going to keep calling it pool noodle because that's mm -hmm. what stuck with me. Um, I know it became something else. It was Snape or <clears throat> Noodle or whatever. <laughs> just Snickerdoodle. Snickerdoodle. I could go with Snickerdoodle. I could remember that one. But anyway, Pool Noodle it does the um, almost like a puffer fish. It has arrows pointing in every direction. <laughs> like it just mm. like poof. Like it doesn't really know where to go. Or maybe you could go in any direction. That is not helpful. Pool Noodle. Snickerdoodle. Whatever. It, it does a sad emoji. Hmm. Don't worry, we still like you. All right, let's go left. It hasn't failed us yet. Left, yes, going right good. failed us. Going left has worked for our favorite. Yeah, right, right wasn't the best. We'll go left, left rim here. Okay. Duke, are you still going to be in front of me? It's pretty lit up in here. It, it you is... need to speak up, Duke. We can't hear. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, I'm, I'm fine being in front. I right. still roll my traps. That's it right. is what I would classify as dim light in here, whereas Duke is carrying a bright light. So right. it's it'll, it'll be augmented with the um the light that Duke is carrying. Uh, no, not Duke. Uh, Jay's still yeah, carrying the yes. light. I would like to tie a short section of rope around Duke's waist, Zeb, <laughs> with a slip knot in the back. Okay. All right, pull pull on the pull ah. Pull on that if you need to get away from me fast. All right, sounds good. <laughs> oh, okay. All <laughs> But to I'll Chris's point, you can see everywhere here. It's just not bright. A lot of shadows. A lot of because of the the structure of the mountain. Of course, there's ridges, and behind this one's a shadow, and you have no idea if that's a hallway or whatever. But um. The light from the actual light spell is brighter, augments that spot. And although I'm not sure what color we're ending up with, the orange glow from the magma plus the neon pink from the light probably looks a little different. Magenta, maybe? We might be dealing with magenta. <laughs> but um, as you start to the left, the the... I'm going to call it a ledge that you're walking on uh, is a little bit wider than the hallway. However, because the wall that would be to your left as you're circling, um, it's not completely smooth. It's got all the, the crevices in it. Um, and because the ledge isn't, it's more natural than um, man-made. It isn't even either. So it probably still feels like you have to watch your step. Anybody who's afraid of heights or for that matter, falling into magma is probably mm -hmm. going to want to be careful. Yeah. Um, so you go about 20 feet and Randy's trying to show us his phone screen. But oh, yeah, bright. it never works. You go about 20 feet, um, Duke up front. And Duke, you see right off the to your left uh, around one of the the outcroppings where it was just shadow. As soon as you get around that, you can see that it's a hallway. And in that hallway, you see two 
of the uh, Zomblins, but they look a little different. It's like there are cracks in their skin and it's glowing. Glowing like lava? Mm. Lava zombie. Zomblin. <laughs> I mm, uh, magic Lomblin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is where we use the buckets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna back up a little bit. I uh, and I guess I can try to uh would it be discern realities to to figure out what is going on with these guys, or is this like a well, magic? You're gonna take a minute to study the situation and determine what might be going on. That is a discern realities. If you just want to look at them and get more of a description, I can just try and give you more of a description. So it's really what you're trying to get out of it always, whether it determines if there's a role or not. Essentially, if the information you're about to get or the outcome you want um, has a, a big impact on the story, then it will involve a role. Honestly, I'm just gonna, <laughs> I'm just gonna assume that they're bad and I'm gonna go for an attack. Oh, all right. I'm just going to go go beat them up. Are you going to tell anybody else about them first? I'm going to tug on the rope. And if I remember right, tugging on wrong? the rope means he wants to move out. <laughs> well, when, when he pulls on it, it just releases him. Mm. You did say Slipknot. Yeah. Well, I, my so character, just, what, what, his what, ears, what? he still can't hear very well. So he had no idea what the rope's intentions were. There you go. <laughs> they Seems pulled like on a it. flawed system. Yeah, but I feel like it's gonna at least say like, "Oh, something's happening like up there." Okay. <laughs> but so uh, Duke turns the corner. There are two lava goblins, lomblins, lomblins. Yeah, lava zombies. I'm gonna I'm gonna attack with my short sword. And they're not facing you, by the way. I guess oh, I don't not. remember if okay. I said that or not. Well, if you did, I didn't. I didn't catch it. Okay, I'm going in for the backstab if they're not facing me, sneaking up. Oh, they're not. They're they're unaware of you. All right, I'm sneaking up. I'm going to do a backstab. Oh, this is going to be the first backstab. You're going to have to read that. Yeah, nice. All right, uh, backstab. When you uh, attack a surprised or defenseless enemy with a melee weapon, you can choose to deal your damage or roll uh, plus dex. On a ten plus, choose two. On seven to nine, choose one. Uh, you don't get in melee with them. You deal your damage. Uh, you create an advantage or reduce their armor. Cool. All right. All right. Here we go. I'm rolling. So that's... Uh, yep. It's going to be a dexterity, so... A nine. So nine. Get All right. So you get to choose one of those options. Which one do you want to pick? When it says you don't get into melee with them, does that mean I still do any damage to them, or I just get, <laughs> I just don't get into like a, they don't know I'm there. Um, so yeah, here's here's the thing: as a as picking it on its own, when you only have one to pick from, that one makes less sense. All right. If you think about when you have more than one, so like if you had a 10 plus and you chose two, you could do your damage with them and not get into a fight with them, right? So you I, could do more, but sometimes you're maybe you're like, I'm going to stab them or I'm going to do something to them. And then you realize, oh, maybe that's not maybe a good idea. You decide to just go back into the shadow. And that's how I would interpret the you don't get into melee, melee with them. They just well, I absolutely want to deal damage to them. I want to get okay. in this fight. So at this point, 
there to me at least there's a couple options that that you would pick from you either just deal your damage plus a d8 so you're going to do extra damage or the idea of creating an advantage plus one forward uh to you or an ally acting on it so the the next time you or any of your allies act on it they'll get a plus one to their role so there's two ways to look at that the the first one as far as the damage goes knowing how the other zomblins fell it's probably going to be enough to kill yeah. it unless you roll horribly but you also haven't fought a lava zombie yet true but so you're not sure what to expect what, i'm still going to do the damage i'm going to use mm -hmm. the short sword instead of the dagger it gives me a little bit of distance okay all right um, so then you're going to do your regular damage plus a d6 so that's going to be a d4 plus a d6 i think your regular damage is a d8 for the plus thief d6 plus a d6 where do i see that <laughs> d8 for thief yep okay so i will roll. it's um along where it says where your stats are the next line is damage armor hit points so damage and then it shows like oh i see it there d8. It yeah okay a d8 plus a plus a d6 a six okay and now you're using the short sword was that a, any plus for damage i can't remember i know the long sword was a plus it says nothing okay it, if it doesn't say it then it's not okay. it just it just says close one weight yep yep cool um all right so what happens and this by the way is where i am going to use one of the failures that had happened previously uh and that's represented by this little post-it note for me Ooh, which one we'll of move, all of ours move that aside um when you do this, you stick your sword into it and it immediately like just drops to the ground. You definitely, um, actually, where did you want to hit it? Cause that's another thing I'd prefer to, to know. Right here. Like at the neck. Yeah. In between the neck and the shoulder, but like pierced down. Okay. So you, you, you do that. And as soon as it falls and your sword comes out of it, your sword is, uh, dripping with lava and disintegrating. I start swinging it, trying to get it off. <laughs> and uh, this would be the time, at least for me, where if Jay's wanted to react to the whole rope thing, he'd be turning the corner and seeing this. You have a bucket of water. <laughs> no, Jay's has my buckets of water. I convinced him to carry it. <laughs> yeah. I, I've got the bucket of water hanging off of my shield. I yeah. have the light rock in my mouth, and I have the long <laughs> stick with the flail. Yeah. So and now a five foot crystal on your back somewhere. Yes. Cool. <laughs> oh yeah. I want to throw a five foot too. crystal at something. Yeah. So it would turn the corner. The you turn the corner me. and the, the uh, because of the timing, the first thing you're gonna see is Duke shaking his lava covered sword. It's almost like he's shaking a flaming sword, but it's falling apart too. Pieces of the sword are falling and the lava's dripping off of it. So the people behind me would see me turn the corner. Oh, stop. Put the flay on the other hand. Draw the crystal javelin. Yeah, he disappeared <laughs> again. <laughs> he actually didn't disappear. But if uh, if Eli does a really horrible role, uh, Duke could get stuck in a crystal again. Or a crystal could get stuck in Duke. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, how the tables turn. <laughs> I'm like, oh, how the turntables. Hey, Michael uh, Scott. Uh, so, I mean, I would like to volley. That's what she said. 
<laughs> uh, this would be roll plus dex. My dex is zero plus zero. All right. So let me let me repaint the picture just so we know what we're looking at. As you turn the corner, there's one uh, zombie goblin who's bleeding lava on the ground, and the other one standing there just starting to turn. And um, again, Duke standing there with the short sword, having pulled it out of the lava zomba gobble <laughs> and he's shaking that uh so yeah you turn the corner and you're gonna throw the crystal at the one who's still standing yes the one that's okay. still standing yeah. uh okay so this is 2d6 it plus is a volley zero. so it would be plus dex my dex is plus zero nice easy one to add i'll add that again oof Maybe I should stop adding it. Every time I add it, you fail. Yeah, I would kindly ask that you stop affecting my rolls. Could you subtract <laughs> it next time? So um, I guess we can see what it's like to have a crystal in a duke. No, I'm kidding. Uh, I'm, your failure <laughs> I mean, isn't just going to pierce the, the other player. Are you sure? Um, Remember, I'm a human fighter. I can make it just like not if it's too bad. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, I think it, you, you're just throwing it and it, it goes wide. Just a bit outside. Just a bit outside. Um, and it just flies down the hall. Um, and you hear it shatter as it goes down the hall. Yeah, more pieces. Woo! Throwing crystals. Yeah. <laughs> Who else wants to uh, act slash react to what has happened here? Guys, there are Lomblins in here. Oh, okay. Um, Lomblin? Whatever. Magic missile. Lava zombie uh, goblin. Are you going to go look first? Or are you just going to yeah, cast? Gonna, <laughs> magic missile. What is aim it at <laughs> He's already proved it can't hurt his friends. You can just Thomas is my brother. Him. Just like <laughs> gathers up the energy. Go and kill the Lomblin. Whatever the fuck that is. <laughs> I'm expecting some sort of weird Lomba, llama goblin like hybrid. Llama, the a llama and a goblin. I like it. Around, wow. Like. I mean, uh, whatever. If, if goblins and wolves make bar guests, what would a goblin and a llama make? That's clearly a mobly, but whatever. Mamba. I want to see goblins riding llamas. I, I was going to say that's going to be the for the goblin tribe that was wiped out. Their pack animals were llamas. So I'll turn the corner, look at it, aim my staff, magic missile. <laughs> just all sad, like don't, don't I just get this excited. over with. <laughs> So you see it's never the same gonna be as impressive as destroying that crystal. Um, but as Pat turns that corner, the lava goblin is headed towards um Jay's now. It's like walking right past Duke. Oh shoot. <laughs> fire! 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 Uh that's gonna be a five. It's gonna be a night of failures tonight. Nice, Randy. Hey, that makes oh, eight. The the volley marks an experience, right? Yeah. Yes, yes. Uh, you should mark an experience for that that horrible throw. So what you're not winning my... anything over time with that. This my staff. Have, all right. So now we have the um at this point the magic missile is going to be forgotten. Okay. Oh. So that big, big number one part for that failure. The magic missile is forgotten, but not before it shoots out and goes down the hallway as far as you can see. And then, like, turns a corner. It just keeps on trucking. 
Okay, see you about, later, Magic. And you're going to get hit in the back of your head with your. See you leg. later, Roger. <laughs> yeah, it's going to save you at the last, like some other time later <laughs> on. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for freeing me. You're like, I'm glad I fired that off ten minutes ago. Yeah. yeah. You have one errant magic missile flying around right now. Yeah. Um, right Manfred. Uh, magic I, missile missed. Who needs healing out of the group? I mean, I'm injured just a little bit, but who who needs some healing? I feel like the other guys are down pretty good. I think Pat has taken the most damage as far down as I know, but I don't know how bad moment. anyone is. Five? I'm not, I'm not dying, but I'm down five. Well, here's one way to think about it. Kind of like how you guys have dice to roll uh, for damage. I have dice to, that I, I pick to roll for the bad guys. I will tell you straight up, no one hit is going to do more than 12 points. The largest die I'll use is a D12. So All right, think of it from that way. No matter how bad it gets, unless there's like, you know, instant death because of a failure. When it comes to hit points, the most you'll take at any given time would be 12. So no matter what, I'll still take two hits right now to get hit, uh, to get killed. Yeah. Just to give you an idea of the ruggedness of your character versus the world. there's It's unlikely you will die from one hit. You can die from a failure, but it won't be from damage. It will be because you failed and that caused your death. All right. Yeah, I, won't Manfred. I will say I'll use I on the law and tell Lava Boy to go jump into the pile to the magma. We have not used that on these yet, have we? No. Jump in the fire. Jump in the fire. Cue the Metallica song. That's how they bathe. Doo -doo -doo -doo. He's like, give me fuel, give me fire. <laughs> give me that All which right. I desire. All right. So, yeah. So you're rolling plus we'll charisma. <gasps> that, is that the second time you went to 11? I think yep. it is. I think so. All right, so you're gonna you just tell them go in the lava. Take a swim. Take yeah. a swim. Okay, it does. Win. It does. Um, it doesn't destroy it, or did I notice like, wow, he that's not bothering him, or uh, it destroys it. All just, right. Yeah, because and this is something that Pat might know. Um, the magic is holding the lava in the zombie kind of thing. It's, it's a magical creature at that point, not just undead, but like really extra magical. Um, and once the, once it goes into the magma, the, the, uh, as most of the creature is burned away, the magic just kind of falls apart. You know, the lava just goes back in. Yeah, oh, right. I guess you can go back to the Lord of the Rings thing like I, I usually do. When Gollum falls into it, eventually he just becomes part of it. Same as yeah. the ring. That's what it looks like. But it is clearly, again, think of Gollum. It, it seems like it's alive slash undead, whatever, right up until... It yep. just isn't there anymore. So you can see it kind of walking and then it just kind of melds back in. Uh, the other one that was on the floor that got stabbed, the uh, lava now proceeds to just kind of disintegrate the rest of the, the skin, the rest of the organic material, and then just kind of starts hardening into, you know, lava rock on the floor, mm. kind of leaving a lump. <laughs> like, like the lava pooped on the floor kind of pretty cool yeah wait a second i'm having a weird memory now did uh -oh. you use that on me to make me leave a room so that uh duke could go ahead and steal from that uh 
from the magic place? Because I told you I wouldn't let him take everything. What is are you that about? is that your secret? That because I would not just leave the room. Did you use that on me to make me leave? I'm trying to find some way to can't put this into the game so I can finally use it. You know, I, I would probably buy it if it didn't sound like Manfred was misleading you into something because I don't see Manfred tricking no. you into anything. The whole truth thing, you know. That is the yeah. truth. <laughs> but that doesn't mean he d didn't do it unknowingly. That's a whole other thing. You know, you could have just asked. I would have let him take him. I don't really actually care. <laughs> <laughs> he stole my last bear claw. <laughs> Pecan pie. Yeah, that by the way, within my notes too, because we learned that the uh, the pie was from Nottingham's. That was the name of the place where the pecan pie came from, or pecan, yes. pecan, that pie. pecan, totally real place that totally matters. <laughs> yep, indeed. Just like so the college what, my character went to. <laughs> once everybody you know gathers themselves again, um, what you're going to be finding is not the end of the episode, but the end of the session because we're going to go through end of session. Yay. And that spot now, you have kind of a spot where you can uh, have a little rest. So we're also going to do the whole make camp thing, only because I want to go through the move and tell you what that looks like. Uh, and technically, we're going to do it after the end of session, but since I said it, I'll just read it now. So when you settle into rest, you consume a ration. So everybody who has food, make sure you mark off a ration. Um, if you're somewhere dangerous, you're going to decide a watch order, and that's where we'll pick up next time on the watch because that will most likely trigger something to happen. Uh, and then if you have enough experience, you're going to be able to level up. Okay, And then we'll do it as you wake from some uninterrupted rest and you'll heal damage equal to half of your hit points. So I think that'll make it so everybody's just like healed back up again. Yeah. But technically, we're going to be doing that. After the end of session, because we're going to count up experience now. Anybody have a bond that they feel they were able to resolve in this session? I tried to weasel in a bond with Chris at the last set. <laughs> what was that one? Because I'm curious. Because if it sounds like something that may never happen and we just abandon it, that counts. It will have been resolved. So the bonds that my character starts off with that I could either choose or make up my own was. Uh, Blake is keeping an important secret from me. I chose to give that to Manfred, and uh, I had no idea what that could possibly be because, you know, it's it just so open-ended. And uh, plus, my character would not know what that technically is without Manfred sharing that. So uh, to finally try to use that when he used that command spell or whatever it was, I, which one was it again? I, I am the law. law. I am the law. I was kind of wondering if, like, Maybe you used it on my character at one point in time and without my character realizing it. And uh, I don't know. But I, I really don't know how to use this because, you know, it's just a secret. Probably would have been, he would have been forcing you to help a nun cross a street or something. But no uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I'm almost thinking it's really a question. It would for be, if like, I used it on you, it wouldn't be a secret. You would know I did it. Like I did it to Jay's thing. Yeah. You know. And this is what I was thinking. Is there anything... Chris, that you could think of that Manfred would actually keep from Pat. No, because that would be lying. Yeah. <laughs> so with that one, Randy, cross it off and mark an experience because it is resolved. We're going to say that it just, it's not applicable. Huh. I feel like there's something, there's not. Okay. 
That's yeah. <laughs> it's that nope. you realize after all of your probing that no, Manfred isn't going to lie to me. I guess he's not keeping a secret. Let's move on. Let's think of something else <laughs> that he could be, you know, accused I, of. <laughs> I feel my bond with him deepen now that I've come to that understanding. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. I feel the Duke one will come into play eventually if we ever make it to a town where he can actually try doing more than just theft to get his way. But uh... what about for Duke or Manfred or uh, Jay's? Anything, any bond you have there that you think uh, can be marked as resolved? I'm a. Uh... I'm willing to abandon my my seek my seeking of knowledge of the truth. <laughs> you can't have session. Yeah, I like. Well, I mean, like, I came to the conclusion that the truth is whatever this guy says. The truth. Is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's. I mean, the truth is. How I you won't say it right, but it doesn't feel like it's wrong. <laughs> but so that bond is with Manfred. And Chris, what do you think about that? How, how would Manfred feel about that, if anything? He can't handle the truth. You can't there handle you the truth. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I just like, I keep looking at the notes and I'm like, yeah, whatever. All right. So, yeah, I would say that that one's an easy one for me, at least, to say, yeah, it makes sense. You, you made some effort to actually commune with the truth. Yep. And it just nothing happened. Nothing happened. I'll never be able to use these Jedi mind tricks. Jays or Manfred, anything? I, don't have uh, yeah. I feel like I'm still working on okay. Manfred is hard. I will make him soft like me. I don't feel like it's impossible. I think it's just going to take a while for that one to resolve. Okay. Uh, and I, I've, I've not, I've not thought one up yet to replace the other one that I had. I mean, I could go with this generic one. I have sworn to protect so-and-so, but that would have to come up in a later session. Cause I didn't protect anyone this session. And I can't remember if I said it last time or even the time before, but if you look through all of the character sheets, if you're having trouble thinking of your own, just look at the other bonds, the other pre-made bonds on the other characters, because there may be something there that makes sense to could yeah. spawn an idea, or you can just take one of those, write it in for yourself, and you're all set. And Chris, you said nothing for Manfred? No. Okay. How about alignment? Guys, anybody feel like the alignment as described on your sheet, or if you happen to write it up differently, <clears throat> do you feel I, like you fulfilled your alignment? I think I fulfilled mine because my neutral one is always discover something about a magical mystery. And I feel like the whole crystal resolution with the illusion magic and resolving that whole entire thing was kind of a bit of a magical mystery that got resolved. And I can tell you from my perspective, discovering the illusion definitely fits because for me at least the idea was to just get you guys confused but once you did the whole discern realities you saw through it even though nobody else really did they all experienced it. so yeah that one works for me um market experience for alignment for pat anybody else hot uh i always deny mercy to unbelievers so i don't know maybe yeah i don't know you want, maybe <laughs> you can I, I, write another yeah. one that just something you can actually play into that's what it is. It's uh, deny mercy or to a criminal or unbeliever. Yeah. But so, yeah, and like work. I said, it, until we actually have a time where that really makes sense, because the way you're playing the character, anybody who doesn't deal with the truth right is, you know, right. one of those. <laughs> They're an unbeliever. So it, it, it seems like anytime you killed somebody, it would be, hey, I did it. So yeah. we either <laughs> do that or you just um 
we come up with a different way to word how you want the alignment to be played based on the way you want to play the character. Yeah. Now, in this case, the undead are not uh, believers or unbelievers. They're just undead yeah, zombie yeah. goblin things, right? Uh, yeah, I wouldn't. Yeah. Okay. Um, now, let's go to our three questions. Did we learn something new and important about the world? I was going to say my alignment. Uh, oh, good. Infiltrate a location is part of my yeah. I feel like we did that. So we infiltrated yeah. the heart of the volcano. <laughs> yeah, we, I was thinking of it from it. the uh, at first. I was thinking more of the perspective of yeah, you you were you were infiltrated into the maze, <laughs> right? But yeah, w- once you got through that, yes, I, I, I'll go along with that. Yeah. So we did. So get everybody, two. mark an experience for that. Did we overcome a notable mm. monster or enemy? Yeah, lava monster. And scarabs are new. We overcame a new one. It is it is notable yeah. because it's living lava, but still yes. a goblin zombie. All right, let's all mark an experience for that. Yeah, I feel like we learned the truth of this necromancer. He's not just doing undead, he's doing like magically infused undead with like the you know the area. So it's kind of strange. Yeah. I a... like that you said that because my note is lava infused zombie goblin. So yeah. it is infused. Does it have a uh, nice nougaty chewy center? Yeah. This, I don't this know hot, if you though. want to be chewing on that. Yeah. We got a wonder like it's more gooey doing, than chewy. Probably do with anything. It just happens to be lava. What's it going to be next yeah. time? You know. Yeah, I have no idea where lava is on the Scoville scale. Scale. So I mean, <laughs> it, it's probably high up there though. Yeah, yeah. But more than a ghost pepper. Super I'm sure. spicy. Yeah. Um, did we loot a memorable treasure? Crystal javelin. One hundred percent. So quick oh, yeah. to say it. The answer is yes. I looted a duke from a crystal. Yeah, yeah. But like I've, I wanted a crystal javelin. I used the crystal javelin. I will never have that crystal javelin again. It is a unique treasure in my heart, and I will always yeah. remember it. Jay's used cool. his face to loot some beetles <laughs> from a ceiling. <laughs> So I believe at that point, everybody's got another, let's see, one, two, three, four, probably. Not counting the failures. I think everybody got four out of the end. You either got the alignment or a bond, but everybody got the three questions. And what, what um, With that, I'm expecting everybody should have at least eight hit points, not counting Manfred. <laughs> the others. Yeah, I don't have as many. I have eight XP. Right. On the eight is what's going to get you to that level up. So yeah. think about that before the next session, because we'll talk about what you picked for your advanced move, especially if it's something um, that you have any questions about, like we did with the hospitaler at the beginning. Uh, but also because it might be something that actually enhances or changes the way you play your character. You might find something that's like, oh, now I want to do this. So we'll talk about the advanced move and uh, make sure that we're already with that level up uh, when we kick off the next one. But at least for now, we're going to run into the actual end of the episode. And we can all say uh, bye-bye. Bye-bye. Adios. Bye. The preceding podcast was brought to you by One Joe Young. You can find us online at adventuresfromtheshed.com.
You know, you were sure that it duked that spell. I don't know. I got nothing, guys. Come on. <laughs> Duck Duke. I don't know. 